What Speaking Freedom does online is provide general information for the culture to use to advance and improve. What we do privately is help individualize it for your needs and benefits. Grow with us. We are kings, we are gods, but how you get them to believe it when they don't believe in anything? We're going to save some lives in this lifetime. We haven't church in a while. Like God's doctor in the streets, the Holy Ghost used me to set them free. If love is the new religion, the hate is sinning, we stay winning. Just handling God's business, we ain't tripping. No bread to be dipping. Cause we're speaking freedom. Giving you the answers to be free. We use the client to develop, to grow and to bring out the best in themselves. We are simply a tool to help you learn how to make better decisions. Not just one decision, not just today, before the rest of your life. Encouraging each person through each trial and tribulation. Okay, so today's video is going to be special. Um, it is February 24th and um, it's about four o'clock. So this video, I want to start off this video by saying the reason why I do not do videos that feature me is because this message None of the messages are about me. The focus is on the content and what I'm saying more than it is on how I look and anything that can come from you seeing my appearance. So if you see a message or a video that you do not see me, there are pictures of me available for you to see, but the videos are not about me. So I do not try to feature myself in the videos um, unless it's kind of necessary. Or if I'm sitting by one of the pictures of myself in my house and I can use that um, so that it's not just all black, but I needed to say that. So, Today, I was doing my little walk and I was just thinking about the show that I mentioned. So earlier, I made a post. Uh, I seen a post by Drea um, on the Shade Room where Drea was saying that she should be um, the reboot of Diamond if they did the Players Club movie over again. So listen, let me say this. I have not seen P-Valley. I do not know what it's about, but based on my understanding, it's more surrounding the club environment itself. And this, um, the Players Club type of a series um, that would be great for Netflix or um, a streaming network, um, Prime Amazon or something like that. Um, or it could be a, a it's like a late night type of vibe show so it cannot be on like um prime time uh tv at eight o'clock p.m unless you know it is on a network that is okay with it 
So in my mind and my thought process, it, you know, thinking about that show or what a show like that could be, when you're talking to, when you mixing or showing and exposing the world and fiction to um, the entertainment and the sex industry, it's a vast array of things. Like you will get um, where you can show like how people go in the club and come out with girls because the players club, it was about the club, but it wasn't really about the club like that. You know, it encompasses why she was in the club as well. So, um, and then the things that go on outside the club. But if you extend that from the club environment and you extend that to the entertainment and the sex industry where it could be like, I want to say it'd be like a CSI or a law and order type of um, run with this. And the reason why I'm saying that it'll be that type of run, because if you begin to get in the nature and the narrative of um, how people get in a strip club, what happens as a strip club worker when you're not in a strip club, but then mix that with the entertainment industry, whether it's rap, whether it's um, music in general, whether producers, um, writers, um, and you started like talking about that in a fiction type of a narrative of how the music industry works and how the music industry ties into the sex industry and then take it from there and you begin to, man, it, it would be so many storylines possible within that, especially if you highlight in a city like Atlanta where you got scammers, you got drug dealers, you got the strippers, you got the um, club owners, you got the bottle girls, you got all of these different features to the club atmosphere. And then you got the musicians, you got the actors, so you got the film industry, um, you got the music industry, you know what I'm saying? You got real estate industry, you got all of these different narratives, really, that kind of meet in the strip club environment. A lot of people that know people, most of them have met these people or seen these people in clubs and then they end up linking up or talking or being cool or seeing somebody and be like, oh, let's, you know what I'm saying, talk about business one day. And that's how it starts. You know, um, majority of big cities is really networking. It's just like real estate. I was thinking about that. Real estate is just really networking um, because in the beginning, you, you first off, you don't need a realtor to sell your house. However, you can hire a realtor that knows more about selling houses to sell your house for you because it makes it easier for you to get rid of your house versus if you list it on your own and you try to sell it on your own, you don't know who you're dealing with, if they're going to have a realtor, if they're going to try to get over on you. So you hire a professional to do it for you so you don't have to worry about that. Now, going back to the purpose of this video. Um, so I was thinking about the show and I was thinking about how, you know, the different aspects of that. And then how a lot of times you, when you're a celebrity or you're famous, one, you're making yourself a target for people to try to get close to you, to try to get to know you for their advantage, to try to use you, to try to manipulate you, even shit to try to rob you and kill you sometimes. So when you put yourself, like you can be successful without being famous, you can be um you can be uh 
I want to say you could be famous without being a celebrity in, in, in the terms of what people think of a celebrity. Um, because like you could have notoriety within an industry and be dope. You know what I'm saying? But if you take it into a show and you begin to show the, how you got the scammers doing shit, then you got the people that's in business that do good business, but scam on the set. You know what I'm saying? It's just so many narratives, but the really big part of it would be exposing the nature of when women sign up for stuff and be cool with doing shit. And then after they do it willingly as a participant, knowingly what they're doing and what they're getting into, how they can turn and then cry victim later. So you would have to talk about that aspect of it, but you will also be able to open up the door to where you have men that are victims that like celebrity men that get used, abused, and you know what I'm saying, just totally disrespected by women who are seeking to use them. It's two aspects of um, the victim narrative because you do have female victims that are preyed upon, sought up by predators and taken advantage of. But then you also have women that go and pursue that type of shit. They pursue getting high. They pursue taking drugs and doing all type of shit with guys that they don't barely know or they don't know what's going to happen once, you know what I'm saying, they get in the flow or whatever is going on. You know, like you got people that actually go looking for trouble and they use it to their advantage. I told you about the time that I was in the club and the guy came up like I got some drugs and I'm like, nigga, what you telling me for? I don't do coke. You know what I'm saying? Like, I do not do nose candy. I don't do nothing. You know what I'm saying? Like, drugs are no. Say no to drugs. <laughs> the most I done ever did in my life was smoke a little weed. And, you know, like, that's not a drug. That's a medical necessity for some people. So, knowing that there are women looking for drugs, looking for sex, looking for love in the club, they're looking for a lot of things that they should not be looking for in certain atmospheres or from certain people. And then a lot of people trust celebrities because they got money. They think because they got money, they know more than what the next person knows. And sometimes they know even less. So, um, when you begin to put that, all of that, like in players club, it would expand the narrative of how people like junior and junior's friends end up being who they are and how they do that shit over and over again. Or it can, but it can also show you where women go in and they think they about to run game on a nigga, but then a nigga end up running game on them. And then it can show you where they come together and they grow and they become something more because they both hustlers. It's so many narratives that can go from there and you can do it. You can start it with, um, five or six main characters and just keep expanding it and keep expanding it because literally in the city of Atlanta, you know, in the fiction realm of speaking, there are so many people that one that really fake they shit like between the sex and the entertainment world, they both go hand in hand, whether that's sports entertainment, music, music entertainment, or any other narratives of entertainment where people are, are paid to entertain people or they entertain people so they end up getting paid. So it's a whole narrative there. Thinking about that, 
made me think about why I am the way I am um, when it comes to, um, because in my mind, I'm thinking like, man, Diamond could grow up to be some narrative of me in the series where maybe she owns a club and uh, instead of using it to manipulate women, she could be using that club to try to help people. And, and if they're going to strip to go down the right path, if they're going to be, you know, what I'm saying, in certain industries, there is there should always be a person that kind of helps you know, helps people along, not people that's just trying to get you in there so they can take advantage of you, but those that will get you in, take you under their wing, and then show you how to be whatever it is that you're trying to be. And I think that largely in the industry, we lack that. So the reason when I get to thinking about the things that I'd be talking about as far as the ranch, or when I talk about um, owning a club like Mr. Magic, when I talk about any of those things is really in the narrative of I want to help to kind of um, liberate women and allow women to be protected within that liberty, within that liberation and freedom. Because the truth is the sex industry is real just as much as the entertainment world. And it's really a part of that um, in some ways. So if a person comes within my establishment and that is what they're seeking to um, do or venture into, then I would, my mindset would be to shape them into wanting something better for themselves or seeing something more than just this narrow path and what it limits you to um, for most people. Like now it can open up doors, but that's the thing. It can open up doors, but you have to, just like a person is trying to get signed to a music label, just like a person is trying to do anything to be successful. When success comes, you have to know what to do with this success so that you don't blow it, so that you don't um go and do some stupid shit and get yourself in trouble. It is very important that people are guided. Like the one thing about when I was growing up, I used to hang around. Okay, so this is the part of the story that I was really trying to tell. So I used to hang around um, a lot of my cousins, boy cousins, um, some of my girl cousins, but I was more around my guy cousins a lot. And for um, for my one guy cousin, I used to be his like his wingman, like I was his wing girl. Like you know, what I'm saying when I started high school and shit, and my friends was fucking, I used to try to help my cousin fuck all of my fuckable friends or help him find chicks that he could, you know what I'm saying, mess with until, you know what I'm saying, it got to the point where I didn't do it or I wasn't around and I couldn't. But like, I will always set my cousins up with whoever and their friends. Like I was hooking niggas up. Like I would hook them up and I would hook their friends up with people that I knew because I always knew a lot of people. Um, and you know, like, so, but in addition to that, I also was around a lot of street hustlers. I Like, I used to run the streets a lot. Like, I wasn't in the streets, but I would run the streets, you know, like, I was around. Like, I used to ride my bike through Dayton, Ohio. I used to ride my bike all the way around the city into the next city, Trotwood, like, I would be riding on to the east side. I would just ride, go bike riding and I would be everywhere. But because of who my family was, because of the different 
portions and aspects of my family's um, decision-making process along their paths, I was exposed to a lot of different type of people. Like my grandmother had um, city type of work where she was, you know, council. I don't know if she was a council woman, but she used to just always be at city meetings and doing shit. You know what I'm saying? She had business about herself. But then I had cousins that was into, you know, the drug game. I mean, then I had, you know, other people that, you know, I knew that sold drugs because I was around. So I, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm, I've always been very observational. So I always would see things, notice things, and just kind of observe. But because of my family's relationships, people knew me. So I knew them. So a lot of times I would ask questions that would expose me to things so that I could grow or they would just tell me shit that I needed to know. And because of that, it has brought me to this level of understanding and this level of um, growth and wanting to help other people. It's great before I'm sitting here talking. So, in wanting to help other people, is how I got to this. Now, when I was younger, younger, I didn't give a fuck who bitches was fucking. I'd just be hanging out. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, you doing that? All right. I ain't doing that shit, but I'm, I'm going to hang out with you and be cool with you regardless, you know? And as I got older, one, I realized that people thought that I was fucking niggas because the people that I was hanging with was fucking niggas, and I wasn't doing nothing. I've, I've, I've always been... A fairly innocent good girl. I always avoid trouble, um, avoid drama at the most part. I mean, I used to fight a lot, but I wasn't like that type of person. I just hung around all the girls that were most of the time, <laughs> which made me look like I was that type of person because I used to be cool and I would hang out and I was, you know, like. I wasn't going to say popular, but people knew me and I knew a lot of people. So a lot of times I would feed on the knowledge that of being around people. But I, I never was one of those type of girls. But I used to, you know, hook my... A lot of guys couldn't date me because of who my family was. So I wasn't allowed to date my cousins, friends and shit. But I would hook my friends up with my cousins. It was like weird. It's weird being um, a little cousin to guys who be kind of in the streets because when you are related to people in the streets, you learn about the streets and they will, for the most part, protect you from the streets. This is the reason why I think momentarily I'm a little bit more um, reserved and I'm not like, let me be out, you know, like that because I want security. I want security literally but I want you know to feel protected in whatever atmosphere so I believe that you know when you have those type of people around I'm used to being protected I'm used to being where my cousins wouldn't let niggas talk to me sideways or crazy you know what I'm saying my cousins will pop the fuck off and I've always been like that kind of for myself for my family I will pop off because I know for my uh, for me my family will pop off so um but because of that you know, I was my cousin's wing girl, basically. I made a whole note about so I could make sure that I got to this. So 
I want to be able to protect women who do want to do whatever it is they decide to do um, and let them be free to roam and do and learn and grow, but with guidance. So that's like my main focus when it comes to helping women and protecting women and not being closed minded of what women are capable of or what they're allowed to do. Um, and then with men, my goal is to build men up so that they're stronger, so that they're more confident, because if if we build the men up, then they can properly build the women up and respect the women. If we properly teach women to grow and build and they can properly respect the men and build the men up and then it's the circle of life where we are all feeding each other and making everything better um but so because I used to be my cousin's wing girl and I used to hook him up with bitches like now if he didn't have a significant other if he wasn't you know what I'm saying booed up I'm sure that he would be like you know what I'm saying find me some girls you know what I'm saying because that's what I I don't know why that was what I did for my cousin like I'm a typical little cousin like he used to have my cousins all my cousins had bitches <laughs> And I used to have to be around them all because they would babysit when I was small. Or then when I got older, my favorite cousins were my boy cousins because those are the people that I was with most because those are the cousins that my mom, you know what I'm saying? Whoever your mother hang around, normally that's who you're going to be around kids. What are you doing? So... Out there making some crazy noises. So, but because I used to do that, I kind of feel bad to set bitches out now. I don't like, um, like if my cousin was to ask me that, I don't feel comfortable, even though I know there's bitches out there that's looking for a nigga that, that, you know what I'm saying, be quick to fuck with somebody who's fuckable with. But I don't want to set women up to get played. You know what I'm saying? I don't want to set women up to get hurt. So it's very important to me to kind of help change the narrative of that while protecting men with that same, um, you know, narrative. Like, because men get hurt just like women get hurt. And a lot of times people focus on women getting hurt, but don't consider that men get hurt. And I like to think of both of it. So, um... The other thing I was going to say is at this point, I think that a non-disclosure form is not um, enough. I think you need to, at this point, almost um, make people sign consent forms, um, especially when it comes to sex, because a lot of people are, and I think that it's very unfair for a woman to say, okay, I want to be with you. I want to mess with you. Go through it. Never say no. Never say stop. Never say that they don't want to do it. They get through it. They do it. They enjoy themselves. They get paid for it. And then they come back talking about their victim. I think that that's very wrong for you to willingly go and want something and then act like somebody forced you to do it when you went and did it on your own. And, you know, like, this is why I am not totally against um, Robert and uh, Robert Kelly and his, you know, case against him. Because a lot of these little girls 
parents be geeking them up so it goes back to that narrative of the series that i was saying would be a great series and to be able to expose and show how this you know entertainment and sex world excuse me work but um i also wanted to know um really talk about the narrative of that show and how it works and then i wanted to also mention the way my thinking is and what has, has kind of shaped my thinking to being like okay i see where you know where i'm not closed-minded when it comes to human sexuality when it comes to um sex workers or protecting sex workers or just being famous and knowing that people will target you just as much as there are people that are famous who look for people they can take advantage of that shit goes both ways but that's really all that I wanted to say today. I just wanted to, you know, speak on those things and make sure that <laughs> this is documented because this is going up, bitch. <laughs> Bye. Oh, wait. So, um, I'm going to do something. I'm going to do something. To end this thing. Hey, Lila, it's your favorite cousin, young jock here for my guys at Bader Scott and Whoa, 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 skip that ad. We ain't doing that ad. But I did want to play this on the way out. I did want to play this. assist you with your daily growth and intuitive wisdom loving is a lifestyle and we love to love inspiration is how we fuel faith please join us daily for your inspiration and motivation we have the entire world to offer you at your fingertips your life enhancement coaching specialist thank you for choosing us to assist you in accomplishing your personal and professional goals and have a beautiful day in love we trust this is brought to you by Goodhead Group, Love Gang and Speaking Freedom. We thank God for you and we love you.